On October 13, 2021, a body was discovered surrounded by rose petals in a home located in the town of Greer, South Carolina. Dubbed the Rose Petal Murder, this horrific crime would set off a series of investigations leading down a rabbit hole darker than anyone could have possibly imagined. Fair warning, this will be the most heinous series of crimes we've ever covered, and topics discussed may be extremely triggering to some listeners. If you think this may be you, please turn away now. This week on Death in Entertainment. Live from Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that have stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. Ah! What do you call this thing, anyway? Death in Entertainment. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kyle Plouffe. My name is Mark Mulcairin. And I'm Alejandro Dowling. And this is episode 78 covering the Rose Petal murder that happened in Greer, South Carolina in October of 2021. It sounds like only a lot of bad things happen in South Carolina. I don't know. I, I don't have anything to back that up yet. But. Specifically, Greer, South Carolina, too. Really? Yeah. Very it's- conservative, very religious. And, uh, it's haunted by a lot of bad, a lot of skeletons, like, like yeah. the one behind me right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we will not have rose petal tinted glasses as we go through this today. We will not. But no. you know what we will do? What? We're going to shoot all the way over to October 13th, 2021. All right, pop culture in 2021, October 13th. What is going on in the world of music? Um, uh, let me feel that one, actually. Uh, the Billboard Top 3 songs at this time. Uh, number three is Fancy Like by Walter by Walker Hayes. Yeah, Walker Hayes. Walker, sorry. It, yeah, I'm about to be walking out of here because <laughs> of how bad that song is. I've never heard it in my life, and I had to listen to it today, and I was like, this is, yeah, not good. So people are acting, this feels like it's like all, um, you know, industry-created top three. Like, these aren't real people. Yeah. They're not real artists, and they're not real songs. Well, <laughs> AI-generated yeah, all AI, the pop yeah. hits. Yeah, yeah. ChatGBT, that's their favorite song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, the, the top two, I actually really enjoy those songs, but that third one, I've never even heard of in my life. I don't know how that is. How does it go? Uh, Ooh, I have you challenged no it. Oh, okay. Well, because you said you listened to it today. I yeah, want to how still, bad it is. That's how bad it is that okay. my brain rejected it. And oh, I don't really? remember any of it. Yeah. yeah, you're the opposite of ChatGPT. Feel good about that. <laughs> and you know what pisses me off? Oh, here we go. Let's, let's hear this gripe. Another song with the name Fancy. Reba McIntyre did it first. Okay. Then there was Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Now we got, who is this? What's the artist? <laughs> uh, Walker Hayes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how dare you? I like your Andy Rooney-esque, uh, you know, diatribe. You're like, what's going on today with these fancy songs? They're not fancy anymore, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, number two. Industry Baby by Little Wazex. No, Little Nas X. That was uh... <laughs> I thought, I thought, 
<laughs> I thought there was a new one. I'm like, wow, they they there was a spinoff of Little Nasek. <laughs> As you all can tell, Mark is very hip and with it. Yeah. I know Little Nasek. He did the the, the horses in the back. He calls me. <laughs> he calls me Andy Rooney. Yeah, and he's I know. like, next we're gonna talk about Little Wazex. <laughs> yeah. And the horses aren't the only thing in the back. If you know oh I mean. yeah. Okay. Well, that's what they thought it was. They thought it was a uh, a, a song about sex. Mm. Oh, it was. Okay, well... Oh, the Old Town Road. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other... We don't have time for that. Bumpy road. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you walking like that, partner? (laughs) Let me get in the back room. (laughs) Number one... Back to Brokeback over here. Number one song right now. uh, Stay by Kid Leroy... And, oh, no, Stay by Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Yeah. These are like word salads. I don't even know what's going on here. <laughs> Another one. There's a million songs called Stay. I like the Lisa yeah. Loeb one. Yeah, Lisa Loeb and then Sam Smith had a famous one. I only hear what I want to. Yeah, that's a Loeb one. Yeah, she yeah. lives in this neighborhood. I saw her on like uh, like a Facebook like neighborhood group. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, didn't she post something strange? Yeah, she did. She was looking for... Something. She was looking for like an extension cord, and like I was like, "Fuck it!" I started. I decided for I her took, career. I took no, <laughs> no for her like backyard. <laughs> yeah, I need to plug in this music mixing machine. Yeah. Yeah. I need to extend this one song career <laughs> yeah. uh, a little bit. If anyone yeah. can help me out with that, are they doing a sequel to that Ethan Hawke movie? Uh, what was it called? Reality Bites. Reality Bites. Yeah. yeah. Anyone? I, anyone know anyone working on that sequel? Yeah. I bet she wishes she could have stayed in the night. 90s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's music right there. Let's uh, let's do some movies. Alana. Movies number three, Adams Family Two, not to be confused with the real Adams Family Two called Adams Family Values. Yeah, <laughs> oh exactly. My God, that's so confusing. This is the cartoon version. And oh, I'll keep going with the Andy Rooney shtick. There we go. It really gets my goat that sequels <laughs> always have to go to the beach. Like, oh, it's a sequel. Let's send them to the Bahamas. Yeah, we we talked about that with uh, Hotel Transylvania. Was, yeah. You were like, there's a beach one. I was like, what? <laughs> and they really did. Yeah. <laughs> they call that Jump in the Shark. That was an episode of Happy Days where, where Fonzie literally jumped over a shark while surfing. Yeah. And I'm about to jump to number two. <laughs> Let's do it. Venom. Let there be carnage. Let there be a refund. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Let there be carnage. Another title to this episode, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good um, candidate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as well as the number one movie is could be. Okay, well, let's get <laughs> let's to jump, it. Let's jump right to that, too, then. <laughs> number one, James Bond. No time to die. This is one of the worst ones of the Daniel Craig I Bond. skipped it. Yeah, it was bad. I can't take them anymore. It's just Daniel Craig. Well, the new Bonds just aren't Bond to me. I like the one where Adele <laughs> did the song. I, I don't know what, what that was. Skyfall. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah, that one. Had, Sam Mendes directed right. that. Yeah. See, yeah, they got worse since then, though, I think. Yeah, progressively worse. But that had a good villain. It's all about the villain. Yeah. Who was that? that um, haircut guy from No Country for Old Men? Yeah, uh, it was him. Sugar. And, yeah, and yeah, Tom Anton Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Daniel Day Lewis. That no, um, no, the other one. Um, that's let the there other be, one. <laughs> let there be. No, there will be blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let there be blood. Uh, no, what is his name? I um, always get confused. Oh, with Javier those. Bardem. Yes. Bardem. Yeah. Anyway, for anyway. some reason, I mixed those two up. Yeah, I don't know why. 
Well, because you're insane. <laughs> it's okay. Don't, <laughs> Maybe they're both that. method actors or something. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And right now, unfortunately, we have no time to keep talking about the Bond movie. That is correct, sir. I'm fine with that. Let's go to it. <laughs> All right, so October 13th, 2021. This one is a wild ride, so we're going to start with the actual murder, and then we're going to do a little memento and see how we got there. Okay. Oh, okay, right. so buckle up, everybody. Buckle up. Strap it's be in. Very yeah. wild, lots of twists and turns, I hear. You're yeah. going to have whiplash. There's so many twists and turns. Oof. Yeah. Like Jennifer Grey in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> oh, yeah. She she almost, like, knocked her head off. Basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it's not that serious for us it was today. Al- it was almost like hereditary. The head was just knocked off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're starting with The Who. Uh, not the band. Pete Townsend. Yeah. Uh, Around 10 a.m. on the morning of October 13th, 2021, a brutal murder occurred in the town of Greer, South Carolina. 41-year-old Christina Parcell, a very well-liked veterinary technician at Foothills Vet Hospital in Greenville, South Carolina, was found in her sister's home. Mm. So essentially what happened was that morning, um, Christina's fiance, Bradley Post, he was trying to get in touch with her that morning and she wasn't responding to any calls or texts and you know by 11 a.m he had finally been like so worked up about it being like i need to go see and check on her to see if she's okay he ended up going over christina's sister's house because that's where this all happened okay so her sister owned a home uh she was there and then he's like okay i gotta go check to make sure she's okay so he goes over there um and what he found was just out of a horror movie he found the body of his own fiance, Christina Parcell, at 11 a.m. in the living room of the home owned by Christina's sister, Lutina Parcell. Uh, he obviously found her covered in blood. Her face was unrecognizable with a blood trail that led him to believe that she was dragged into the room that she was found in. So she was found in like the, the front living room right there when like the door opens. Gotcha. Um, and like I said before, she was surrounded by rose petals and like put into a certain pose so like they don't know if when she was murdered that she was posed for pictures or something but they know like something completely horrific has happened i don't know the story i'm like mark here but maybe yeah. the whoever killed her was trying to do something like, like that. that or something yeah they said it was like a very ritualistic scene that like clearly whoever did this like set it up to make it it's either like a religious thing or like, you know, that's what the killer, it could be like a serial killer thing where this is what, just what the person does. It's like their ritual. Okay. But they still had no idea what was going on because he had just called them at 11 in the morning. So possibly his calling card. Yeah, exactly. So he calls the police and the formal investigation launches immediately and people were confused as to why this would have happened to her, because she was well known as like an extremely loving friend and mother. Uh, she had a 10 year old daughter at the time that obviously everyone felt horrible for. And her coworkers at the vet hospital said she had the personality, quote, the size of a high rise. Parcel was described by her coworkers as. <laughs> Mark came in. <laughs> Mark was trying to unpack that. Yeah, I'm still trying to think so, about it. So a high rise. It's a compliment. Is a good. 
it's like a tall big building. Personality. Big, big personality. Big yeah. personality. So, like, you know, you yeah. know, a lot very uh, spunky. Yeah. 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 She had a personality like the Twin Towers. Yeah. yeah. That someone wanted to take down. Before 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Parcel was described by her coworkers as always trying to make everyone feel better. Uh, they said the dogs loved her, and she did such an incredible job with them. And as for her relationships with people, Parcel, they said about her, she always had an ear and always tried to make you smile, even in the worst of situations. And she was like known as like the supportive shoulder to cry on to friends and family. Hmm. So overall, nice person, well yeah. liked, big personality, but in a good way. Yeah. Uh, even the owner of the hospital that she worked at said she did a great job of exhibiting compassion and empathy, and she was always very even-tempered. Um, he said, we traveled some difficult journeys with her over the last three years, and I just want people to know she was an amazing person. She loved her daughter, was extremely close to her sister, and she's just not another nameless, faceless victim. So he wanted to like advocate for her publicly, being like, this needs to be told because we need to find out who the fuck would do this to such a good person. Yeah. Get the word out there that, you know, they mess with the wrong person. Yeah. That's very frightening. That kind of scenario that with all the rose petals, the ritualistic nature of it, yeah. to yeah. know that that person's still on the loose. Right. And like, this is just the beginning as far as they know of this. And yeah. It just seems so, ra- everyone says everything is random, but it's just like so out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, she had no known enemies that would want to do this level of harm to her. Uh, but the evidence obviously leads you to believe that this is someone with a major axe to grind. It was found out that she was stabbed 31 times in the face and neck. That's what investigators formally call overkill. And overkill... Literally. Yeah. Uh, it's described in like investigations and by psychologists as the infliction of brutal injuries that go beyond what is needed to kill. So it's not a crime of passion in that sense. It's like someone who is clearly insane. It's beyond, yeah. Like, you're probably insane to kill someone anyway, but some people are like, whoops, you know, yeah. this happened, I had to kill them just to, you know, just because I was nervous or something. This is someone <laughs> that intensely, whoops, <laughs> I slipped. Ten stabs is overkill. Yeah. Thirty? Yeah. In the face and neck. And Ugh. that's like another thing that they say, it needs to be done in two different areas where the each injury would have killed the person, never mind just one of them. Yeah. Uh, or both of them. Uh, They say these attacks are often motivated by high levels of jealousy, betrayal, or anger. They're a sign of someone, quote, out of control and extremely vengeful. And they say generally when we see overkill, it's associated with high levels of anger and rage. Obviously. Sure. So why would someone do this fucking heinous and seemingly random crime, but it's like so personal? (laughs) Sorry. I was just thinking that one of her friends was randomly like, you know what? I was always afraid this would happen to her. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're talking about people who are involved with like gangs or like violence or drugs, it's like like from a young age, you're like, yeah, yeah I could kind of see them going in that direction. But someone who's just a veterinarian who just works with dogs their entire life, yeah, you know, you're like, yeah, I don't really see that. But but that would be crazy. The person that did say that would probably be <laughs> be the murderer. Be the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? The way she handled that pug that one time, you know, is a little aggressive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She put Muffy to sleep too soon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So this prompted, obviously, complete shock and grief around the town. And 
you know, there were churches every day that were giving prayers out to uh, Parcel's friends and family. And particularly, they prayed for her surviving daughter, who was 10 at the time her mother was murdered. Um, so the community steps in yeah. and everybody's on board. Like, we got to find this. Yeah, it's a psycho. small, tight knit community. And everyone's like, you know, we got to band together and find this weirdo. Well, the, the biggest weirdo I've seen so far looking is the brother-in-law or whatever the, the, the fiance the fiance yeah. yeah that guy looks like my prime suspect right there me knowing not knowing <laughs> anything about this anyway. well the photo Kyle chose it sort of looks like a mug shot exactly it may or may not be okay okay, okay. <laughs> the proceed so yeah like you were saying the community at large is like grieving for this poor family why yeah. would this happen but as more details emerge things get crazy <laughs> they get crazy yeah so in addition to being stabbed a total of 31 times in the face and neck, like I said, she was surrounded by the rose petals. There was also hundreds of dollars in cash inside of envelopes inside of her purse nearby, a white powdered substance inside a small Ziploc bag, as well as her cell phone and a number of thumb drives. Uh, investigators said the scene was clearly staged and she was posed possibly for photos inside of the rose petals. And like you said, obviously... Prime suspect number one is the fiance. Yeah. Who else would it be? He looks like a fucking crazy person. Nine it's times always, out of ten, yeah. it's always a loved one. Yeah. He looks like a defrocked priest or something. <laughs> yeah. Father Gagan. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks pissed off in that not mugshot photo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this also could be like an employee badge picture yeah too, it could be a badge know. it could be a passport photo we don't know it could be his outback steakhouse you know <laughs> bad. he doesn't want to show up that day <laughs> yeah. for the shift his blooming onion members card yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sir we have to take a weird picture of you in order for to give you the blooming onion card <laughs> yeah or passport yeah that's true could be a passport yeah yeah humorist so- irma bombeck had a book that my mom had, I always saw growing up on the bookshelf. It was called "When You Look Like Your Passport Photo." It's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, th- clearly they're gonna look at the fiance. It's like, okay, so you're not home when this happens, but you're trying to call her in the morning for some reason, and you're just trying to nonstop call her and text her that morning. Yeah, and then. There, you just have a bad feeling in your gut, and you find her murdered. Yeah, like cool story, He's bro. He's trying to set up an alibi. Yeah, and police will be like, "Also, just look at your face." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna uh, detective here gonna put a mirror up to your face so you can <laughs> see how guilty you are. Just look at your outback ID. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously, in the relationship or in a marriage, when someone's murdered, ninety percent of the time, if not more, it's gonna be the spouse or the partner. But what happened is that. They ended up finding doorbell security footage in the neighborhood of another male entering and leaving the house around the time of the murders. The ring cam? One of those? Yeah, ring cam. So there was this guy that was in like a hoodie and had like a face mask on and was on a bike. And he was bigger and stronger appearing than what the fiance looks like. Hmm. Um, That doesn't look like a hoodie kind of guy no oh, yeah <laughs> and if he does put it on it's it's bad it's like, run yeah he's yeah he's up to he's in a bad club or something in the south that you don't want to be a part of yeah yeah so the, the police they follow this trail of evidence video evidence that ultimately lead them to discover this guy putting the bike inside of a truck 
and they're able to decipher what the license plate is from that. When they run the plates, they find that the car belongs to this guy, Zachary David Hughes. This guy. Um, okay, he doesn't look like he's up to any good either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all passport photos. Yeah, he's a guy that works with you. Like, yeah, I'm part of a club. I want you to, on Tuesday nights, we meet to talk about the downfall of the white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starting a new club called All People Matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't do Tuesday. I'm sorry. <laughs> All yeah. people matter except for you know who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get back to you, buddy. We have a couple of specific groups of people we'd like to talk about. All lives matter except for the ones that don't. Yeah. And we know what we're talking about, yeah. right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, just a vague hate group that doesn't they don't even say the people that they hate. Yeah, they never have the balls. They're to like, you know what I'm it. talking about? We know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> So this guy's deal, he's apparently an acclaimed Juilliard concert pianist. What? From California with absolutely no known ties to Christina. Are you serious? Yeah. Juilliard. Juilliard. I graduate. Really judged this guy by the cover. I know. Yeah. I know. I really did. I thought he was like, yeah, like a, a white supremacist group hitman or a button guy for, you know, yeah. a hate group. And he's like an albino with a ginger beard. Yeah. yeah. He, he looks, looks very like a, Irish. He looks like a Sons of Anarchy extra or something. Yeah. He's the stand-in for fucking Nosack. Yeah, for half, half sack, Johnny yeah. Lewis. Yeah. Or yeah. he looks like one of Jesse Plemons' cousins yeah. from Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, who came up in my Woodstock episode. Which <laughs> looks like he would have been the person the tent next to me at Woodstock 99. Yeah, right. <laughs> this guy was at Woodstock 99. Yeah, he's like, I can't wait for Lent Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so they immediately... <laughs> While he's cleaning his gun. <laughs> Yeah, he fires the gun off. <laughs> yeah. Oh the, shit! When the set starts, <laughs> I don't want to break stuff. I want to shoot stuff. <laughs> so they immediately. Kid Rock is like, Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he starts firing. Yeah. Bud Light cans flying. <laughs> <laughs> they immediately question this guy Zach, and he's not cooperative from the start. Uh, they get his DNA. We don't know how because he wasn't cooperating and he wasn't under arrest yet. So I think they might have been like, here, you want a fucking soda pop? And then they just took it <laughs> off him. They do that in the client. Yeah. They do that to Mark Swade. They uh, they give him a, a, a can of Sprite and then they take it for prints afterwards. Yep. I like the idea that this guy would be that stupid. Like, sure, I'll have a soda pop. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They didn't teach that in Juilliard. Don't, uh, you know, don't get your DNA on a Sprite can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they check his DNA against the DNA they found under Christina's fingernails. It was a match. So they mm. got this guy dead to rights. He's done. Yeah. Put him away. Throw, throw away the key. Arrived shortly before and left shortly after the murder. She tried to fight back. There's DNA under her fingernails, like... Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, and once they find out, you know, the DNA matches, he gets arrested. He then goes completely silent, completely non-cooperative, and doesn't give the police the passcode to his phone because they're like, hey, give it to us and we'll make things easier and for we, you. We and we know how like, Apple is. You. After the San Bernardino shooting, we know how Apple is with that. They will, they will not help you crack an iPhone at all. They will not. And police made almost 700,000 
attempts to crack the code on his phone. And Apple wouldn't help them. No. Apple has established in 2015, 2016 that they will not do it. Yeah. Why? No matter what. It's privacy concerns. Okay, yeah. But there's some extenuating circumstances. No, they don't see it that way. Because any cell phone company come out like, hey, buy ours, you know. Like better call Saul, like we we don't let people crack into your phones. Yeah. It took over seven hundred thousand attempts in nine months for them to finally crack the code by brute force. They just kept going one after another. Trying different codes? Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I call that brute force. That's just like just trying a lot of code. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody could do that. Yeah. yeah. No, but what is it? Six digits? Six numerical digits that you It was to... six. You can six. do four four or six, but his was six. Okay. Wow, yeah. what a you know, effort they put in. I thought I thought they had a, they had a software to do that, but I guess they just have to do it manually. Uh, they did have software to do it, but it constantly needs to make the attempt, and if it doesn't go through, you get to wait the seconds, and then it locks you out of the phone for however long. Oh, and so, however, repeating God. that process, the phone doesn't shut off or anything. It you just, just allows keep you track to repeat. of everything you've tried. Yeah. Yes. So over time, you can crack any phone basically. Pretty much, yeah. If you got enough time, yeah. You don't see that plot device on Law and Order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says six months later. And yeah. someone's like, hey, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks around, it's dead at night, no one else is there. Oh yeah. Marishka, <laughs> where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so here we got a little bit of an update here. But we begin right now here at six o'clock. Investigators have finally broken into the phone of a suspected killer. Zachary Hughes is charged with murder stemming from the October 2021 stabbing death of Christina Parcell. Experts spent nine months making more than 670,000 attempts at guessing Hughes's passcode before hitting on the correct one. The Greenville County deputies say Hughes killed Parcell at her home on Cambridge Drive in Greer. Reports say she was stabbed. 31 times. Now the state wants the court to hold Hughes in contempt. They say he should have had the passcode sooner. Fox Carolina's Grace Runkle joins us live with much more tonight. Grace. Well, investigators say Zachary Hughes' iPhone will help them figure out exactly what happened at the Parcel home on Cane Break Drive here on October 13th, 2021. Now, according to new court documents, experts cracked the code back in February, but the solicitor's office says they should have been given the code back in September. Yeah, so they really wanted that code for so long, and he was not offering it up. They finally got it, and... uh Boy, they, they found they something. got a Trevor treasure trove of stuff. They got some things, yeah. For mm. sure. Can't wait to hear what they found. <laughs> and did you notice that reporter was acting like she was doing the weather report? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a map of the weather, yeah. it was like the crime scene. Yeah. And she was like, "See, right over here, there's some cops standing around. We got a murderer ginger front coming to the <laughs> west, actually pushing east." And a flurry of text messages on the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to flurry right down. Yeah. But it'll be done by 5 p.m. <laughs> so when they crack into his phone, they're also processing, you know, digital forensic evidence from Christina's own cell phone. Uh, evidence which would result in the arrest of her fiance, Bradley Post. The guy that we saw before. Wait a second, what? So you were correct that this was, in fact, a mugshot. Oh. I thought so. You know, this isn't my first Rodeo. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Uh, But you would lose money on what he got arrested for. So people are going nuts 
when they find out that he got arrested. People are losing their shit, being like, oh my God, her fiance must have uh, hired this guy, Zach, who's clearly the murderer. They, there's more than enough evidence to prove that he's actually the one who did it. But sure. uh, <laughs> why else would he be arrested? So this is where I would encourage anyone who would be triggered by the topics we mentioned earlier, leave now. Give you a few seconds, okay? Forever hold your peace. We love you. We'll see you next week. And we're done with any joking. Well, kind of. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying that. Yeah. So when the police officially release his charges, they find out that he was charged with buggery. Do you guys know what that is? This guy? Yeah. I couldn't see mm. him with this guy. Buggery. <laughs> Sounds like a crime in England it or sound, something. Yeah, it's... Yeah. You bugger. <laughs> Yeah, it does sound like a priest crime also, like a priest pedophile crime. Yeah, well, yeah. getting closer. Uh, so in the South Carolina Code of Laws, Title 16, in Crimes and Offenses, Chapter 15, Offenses Against Morality and Decency, we have Section 16-15-120, a.k.a. buggery. Sodomy? And it says, universal citation, whoever shall commit the abominable crime of buggery whether with mankind or with beast, with mankind, shall on conviction be guilty of felony and shall be imprisoned in the penitentiary for five years uh, or shall pay a fine of not less than $500 or both. So you go to prison for five years or uh, you pay $500. I pay the 500 Yeah, give me the 500 That didn't sound like Wait, that much this... of a penalty when you're going against mankind. Well, that's like the law when they wrote it, probably, yeah. yeah. So buggery... 500 is probably like a million dollars back then. Right. <laughs> buggery is essentially, there's no other way to say this, Bradley was arrested for having sex with animals. Oh, my God. Mm. And, so otherwise known as bestiality. Yes, exactly. Um, buggery. I didn't know that was the term for that. Yeah. Wow. You little bugger. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it must have been a real problem like back in the day, especially in South Carolina, like in the 1500s or 1600s, mm. like people... Really going ham on uh, on these animals. On yeah. these hams. On these ham- <laughs> haminals. <laughs> <laughs> Who came in the hams? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that cow. I don't know if I want to eat it. I want to fuck it. This is crazy. So they found out by going through Christina's phone, the victim who was brutally murdered. They went through her phone, uh, found videos of both Bradley and Christina no other real way to say this, fucking and being fucked by animals. Mm. They were tag-teaming the animals? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dogs, specifically. What? And did I mention that Christina worked at a veterinary hospital? You did mention that. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Oh, this is... This is disturbing. I feel like, you know, I have, like, the chills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because like in any industry, and we've talked about stuff like this before, if you're depraved enough, if you're thirsty enough, you're going to find a well. So like child molesters are going to become priests, so they have Mm -hmm. access to children. Mentally unstable people who are violent will find their way into the police force and be able to brutalize people with no repercussions or very little. People that want to fuck teenagers, a lot of female uh, teachers become teachers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then all of them go to Hollywood eventually. Yeah. yeah. Now we got to worry about your vet tech fucking your dog. Yeah, but she wasn't involved in it, was she? 
Yes, she was. Yeah, she was just saying she was. She oh, had she? pictures too, along with him. Oh, okay, hold she on. She was getting railed by a fucking cocker spaniel, dude. <laughs> okay, I didn't put two and two together that she's the one taking these pictures from her phone. That's what they. Her meant. and this guy were, t- were Bradley, were both. the fucking creepy looking fiance, and the victim in the case who was stabbed thirty-one times in the face. All three of them were. No, only those two. Her fiance and her. I that's I'm they were oh. they were in in Flagrante with German shepherds and shit. Yes. I have a pitch. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's hear it. Bad pitch already. Bad pitch. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, that right. I'm up to speed, let's hear your pitch. Animal Planet. The key, oh, the, the, no. But True Detective Animal Planet oh, no. collaborate and do like a True Detective season six. Oh, no? Do you say woof? No, I said, <laughs> he said, I said oof, oof. I said oof. Okay, so oh my god, she's she's doing it. We'll cut that. Right. We'll, we're Good. not gonna cut that out. We're gonna double that. Good pitch. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, we'd all watch that show. Matthew McConaughey trying to figure out who's fucking his dog. <laughs> <laughs> not it's all Woody right, Harrelson. Not all right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, not all right. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it's Woody Harrelson. (laughs) Oh, my God. On the show. On the show. Yeah. I'm just still trying to wrap my head around that she's involved in it. Yeah, the woman who was murdered. You said she was innocent. Has I didn't say she was innocent. I said her friends and family said. She was well-liked. You tricked me. Yeah. Yeah. Tricked everybody. So everyone feels tricked by this woman. That was a twist I didn't see coming. Yeah, no, I did not see that coming. Photos yeah. and videos of her and her fiance fucking and being fucked by dogs. Is he being fucked by the dogs too? Probably. <laughs> we don't need to get that <laughs> deep <laughs> into it. <laughs> Sounds wow. like the dogs did. He likes it rough, rough. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I like this. Is the, we said we're gonna stop joking. Yeah. Hot dog! No, I mean you can't not joke about this. I know, this is it's, fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. But this guy, of course, I I would be surprised if he wasn't fucking dogs. <laughs> but, but but her, she seems like such a nice, wholesome person. But I don't know how she got wrapped up with this mania. Yeah, that's why people are floored. Like, yeah. what? How I, would you think somebody is? a great person, pillar of the community, and not see any signs that she's fucking lassie on the yeah, side. Yeah, she's not like sneaking dogs off and blowing them in the friggin' bathroom oh or something. God, like, Jesus. No one ever walked in on her doing a little red rocket or something. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. I mean, there has to Jesus. be a sign somewhere. Talk about Air Bud Golden Receiver. <laughs> 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 Oh Lord! That's the title of this episode. Golden receiver. <laughs> it's it'd be funny if the fiance was proclaiming his innocence, and he's like, "Hey, I wasn't doing nothing. The dogs didn't want." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were they wearing? They barked for it. <laughs> Poochie gave me consent. Yeah. <laughs> I said bark twice. <laughs> if you never mind, <laughs> she asked for those cocktails. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So they were doing it to people's pets. Was it? We don't were know they her own because they. I don't know if they had pets. The the investigation's still ongoing, and the trials haven't happened yet. So like they haven't officially released. Okay. What so was more going likely on, than not, they were using other people's dogs. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Man. 
So they it's don't hard know. to look your own dog in the eye after something like that, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. So wait, they <laughs> the didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't find any pets at this place. Wouldn't that be our answer right there? The dogs probably all ran off. Maybe they they killed her. Maybe. Oh shit. Yeah, the dogs just like let's get out of here. Maybe it was like <laughs> like United, uh, you know, United ninety three, whatever. They all just just rushed her, you know, at the opportune moment to take down the plane. <laughs> well, let let's roll. Was that, was that what they say? Yeah, let's, let's roll. Let's rough. <laughs> let's roll over. <laughs> Where's Cujo when you need him? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, that dog would not fuck around oh, with any of this shit. I mean, he might take it a little bit. But, yeah. But then he'd murder them. He's like Ving Rhames in Pulp Fiction. He'll get med- medieval on their asses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so not only that, finding the bestiality and buggery videos Yikes. between these two fucking weirdos. Um, Jesus. Definitely. You think the officer had to do a double take? Uh, yeah, when he finally opens it, he's like, you find anything, Murray? Nah, she's just fucking a dog in this one. Ooh. Wait, what did I just say? I, I, I. <laughs> you say well, we're fucking the pooch here on the case? No, 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 no. she's fucking a, the pooch. Oh, no, she fucking, screwed the pooch. the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> on the iPhone, she screwed the pooch. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Another detective who, who doesn't get things anyway. Humming, humming, humming. Hey, what's for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> They're like 1920s uh, detectives or yeah PIs. <laughs> you want a hot dog? I mean, yeah, I would say you know it's an all right looking dog. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's continue. Yes. What's the what's where else did this case go? So like, how crazier can we get here? Yeah. So like you were leading us to right before we got into all that. Um, saying the jokes end here, they really do end right here. Because, okay. Uh, not only did they find all those horrible things with them doing stuff to the dogs, uh, and there's no other way of putting this, but they also found horrific videos and photos of them creating child porn with Christina's own daughter. Oh my mm. God. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. These people are terrible. Worst to the worst. Like, awful. Yeah, that's just unfathomable. Yeah. So they found the buggery stuff first, and then for whatever reason, it took them a while. He was out on bail, uh, walking around town doing interviews and stuff. He has since been charged in connection with a child pornography investigation related to evidence obtained from the murder scene, her cell phone. Uh, he's currently facing five counts of sexual exploitation of a minor in the first degree, one count of sexual exploitation of a minor in the third degree, one count of third degree criminal sexual content with a minor, and one count of buggery, like we said before. Uh, no court date has been scheduled for him yet, and as of this uh, podcast, he remains incarcerated at the Greenville County Detention Center. Lock him up. Right, throw, throw away, away the, the key. fucking key. Yeah, get yeah. rid of him. You think the judge is going to be like, look at all the charges. Uh, let's deal with the buggery first. Yeah. yeah. This, it, it's crazy. This photo is now so much creepier knowing. Wow. All that stuff. Yeah. And how old was she again? 41. 41, yeah. Because that guy looks a lot older, her fiance. Yeah, she's got a thing for older guys. 
because that's just a really creepy combo. And knowing what we know now, I mean, how does that even come up? Like them together, them going down these crazy paths of like weird sex stuff, like yeah, <sighs> fucking dogs and being fucked by dogs, and then sexually exploiting your own child. Like they must be just two really messed up people that just happen to meet, or you know, they start. They got drunk and started talking about some crazy stuff that you know in the the the, the lower depths of their ins- insane minds, and then they like they got to this moment. It might I don't know. It could have been him like pushing it along. Who knows? Yeah, I mean possibly, but she's lo- just lo- as responsible because of course, yeah. Bradley Post and his uh, ex, I mean fiance who was murdered, uh, Christina. Her estate. They're both listed as defendants in two lawsuits. One brought on behalf of uh, Parcell's own daughter, and the other brought on behalf of another minor female, allegedly sexually victimized by the couple. Man. Mm. Uh, um, The first lawsuit filed in February 2022, uh, Parcell and Post took pictures pictures and video of and with the minor female. Uh, These images and videos were uncovered during the investigation of uh, the murder of Parcell, which is obviously from her cell phone. Um, According to the second lawsuit, Filed last August, uh, Parcell's own daughter was allegedly photographed and videoed for sexually explicit content. Um, Just when you think you've heard about most of the depraved cases in this world. Yeah. Some of these small towns, they got some weird stuff going on under the surface. You know, it's like a David Lynchian type of like, you know, creepy people. I don't know. This is the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. And we talked about this on the Glee episode, Mark Saline, because remember he would talk to his girlfriend and be like, hey, I got all this child porn. Isn't that cool? And then the girl's like, um, no. Yeah. And then told the authorities. Well, that could have happened with this couple. Exactly. So you think like this is a horrific murder that happened to someone who's like a pillar of the community. And then you realize like, oh, this guy shouldn't even be arrested. Like, let him go. Wait, so how did he even come across these scoundrels? So, more weird news comes in. Because they have no connection between Zachary and Christina or Bradley. And another turn of events, Christina's ex-husband and the father of Christina's daughter is arrested for illegally taking their daughter out of the country due to custody orders. So, he takes her to Italy. And when does he do this? When Christina gets murdered. So... Her ex-husband's name is John Mello. And if anyone was wondering what the tie-in to entertainment would be, this is it. Uh, John is a longtime music producer. Did he do the single Mello Yellow? He should have. Uh, actually, he might have. He, uh, According to his own LinkedIn, which is still live, by the way, he spent decades as an independent touring and recording backup singer and m- music industry impresario. I'm impresarioed by that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, including stints at Rocket Records, MCA Records, as well as smaller independent labels. And he was owner of the famous Doll Hut Rock and Roll Pub in Anaheim, California, which is still ongoing right now. It's still open to this day. He started it? Okay. He's one of the owners. So this uh, is a big time guy. Yeah. He's a mover and shaker. He's worked. He What's says, he doing in South Carolina? Then? Yeah. Rural South Carolina. No offense. Wants to be close to his daughter. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, as we know, the judicial system always wants the mothers to 
have uh, custody of the the children. Sure. And so he's like, "Fuck it, I'll go." Move Maybe there not and... the best scenario to not yeah. the best case study here. Yeah. So he said he's worked with. Uh, as a producer, he's worked with Elton John, The Rolling Stones, Jimmy Page, Christine McVie, Rick Agnew, Neil Young, Keith Richards, Little Richard, Booker T. Jones, Ron Wood, Jimmy Cliff, and many others. Uh, wow. it, he, some of those might be some stretches. You know? Yeah, he, he, he got coffee or donuts for people. Yeah. Hey, Little Richard. <laughs> yeah, what did he do? Oh for yeah, him? We're, we're old friends. Yeah. His last thing in his bio on his LinkedIn, which again still live. Uh, he says, I'm co-owner of Co- Kosher Pizza Songs Limited Music Publishing Company. <laughs> Kosher Pizza Kosher Songs? Kosher Pizza Songs Limited. Kosher Pizza Songs Limited. I don't even know how to unpack that. I don't even know. It's, it's just a bunch of words thrown in together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then this is what he looks like. He looks kind of like the fiance, but better. Yeah. He looks like uh, from Better Call Saul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Gus Fering. No, yeah. No, no, Gus. The no, guy the in the wheelchair. Guy. Yeah. yeah. The ding, wheel- ding, 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 ding guy. <laughs> he looks like a guy at a, you'd, he'd bump into you at a bar and like, um, will you fuck my wife while I watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he's in the same bar as yeah. Buscemi and Peter Storm yeah. and Fargo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He drinks like wine spritzers while you, you have sex with his wife. I mean, it's sex with his dog or something. Probably, <laughs> yeah. He plays the piano or something in the corner while you have sex with his dog. And yeah. I'm noticing they all have a very similar mug shot. The background, it must have been same place. It looks like they just got a haircut. Like they have like the uh you know, the thing they drape around you when you get a haircut. <laughs> 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 they cut their hair and then they take a mug shot on <laughs> They put the mirror behind them. Yeah, yeah. That's literally exactly what that looks like. You yeah. want it to go shorter? Yeah. Or is that good? Do you want just a regular super cut or yeah. do you want something uh, <laughs> off the menu? He's like, way off the menu. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh, who the fiance kind of looks like? If Bernie Madoff had AIDS. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We could see it. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about this John Mellow fellow. You like they that? Call him Yellow Fellow. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't so mellow anymore. No. Uh, so he gets arrested for taking his daughter out of the country illegally because he had custody orders to you know keep her in the same town. The only way you can take her on a vacation or anything is if you get permission, and then the court needs to sign off on that. So... Uh, he comes back eight days after the murders, him and his daughter fly back in. And when he gets arrested, he gets taken to jail and they say, who is your point of contact? Like, who's your family member that you want us to call or, you know, have on record for you if, in case anything goes wrong. Uh, the only family contact he listed was, wait for it, Zachary Hughes, which is the alleged murderer. The Juilliard. The Juilliard well, concert he, he pianist. He did spend some time in California, this fella. Yeah. This Mello fella? Yeah, Mello's from Southern California. So there you go. And so is Zachary Hughes. Yeah, I see a connection here. Yeah, but not the brightest bulb on the tree if you're going to list the murderer of your wife as your emergency contact eight days after the murder when you get back. Probably not. <laughs> I might say that light bulb is just off. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go through his phone, and they find, you know, because he gets arrested, they're like, we want to know why or how you did this. Like, we want to go through your phone. So they find almost 2,000 text messages between 
Mr. Mello and Zach Hughes uh, on the messaging app WhatsApp. Yeah. They were using WhatsApp for that kind of information. Well, people think you can like get away with it there. Well, WhatsApp is encrypted, so like it's a lot of people use it to uh, you know, keep their messaging anonymous uh, or avoid paying ridiculous fees for like messaging or, or calling out of country. Um, and it's what drug dealers use to keep communications encrypted and private. Because you can't um, you can't I've heard you can't yeah, yeah. You can't wiretap WhatsApp. But but yeah. if, if someone actually gets your phone, then you're kind of fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like still, it, you got to be a little more careful. Yeah, if yeah. you're planning a murder. Wow. Well, you know, sometimes you don't think everything through. Yeah. So one of the messages found they in- exchange TikTok videos <laughs> <laughs> to talk about the plan. Yeah. Uh, one of the messages found on his phone was from John, again Christina's ex-husband. Uh, asking Zachary, Christina's alleged murderer, uh, on the day of the murder, he he wrote to him, quote, how did the music research go? And Zach responded, good, I'll tell you over the phone. That's code there. Yeah. How'd that thing go with the guy in uh, yeah. Jersey? You know? They're just music talking about, research. Yeah, just talking <laughs> about music. <laughs> Get there. That's a proper alibi, I guess. Yeah. They discover that Zachary is not only a close friend of John Mello, but also his handyman and assistant. Uh, So it's like a personal and professional relationship with them. Um, He's like, did you listen to that song, Boom Boom Pow, (laughs) If you know what I'm saying. The Black Eyed Peas, yeah. (laughs) If it was a gun, that'd be the best one, but it was a knife. I know, I I was really trying to come up with a knife (laughs) reference, and I couldn't. Like, stab, stab, stab. (laughs) I failed. (laughs) I'm failing, I'm trying to think of one, I can't. Mark, help us out. I got nothing. Uh, I'm leaving you guys out to hang. Slice of life, I don't know. It's up to you guys. Dedos, uh, write us in yeah. a knife song reference. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first cut is the deepest. Oh, that's a good one. There you go. Yeah, there Cuts go. like a it. knife. <laughs> Ryan Adams. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I like it. Unrelated to that, it seems like this guy's got some money because he's a, yeah. he's going off to Italy and stuff. Oh, yeah. He's like, got a home in Italy and he's got yeah. uh, a home in California and he's got a home in uh, Greer. He's doing pretty well for himself. And it's weird. Like, he's just got this random ex-girl and kid in South Carolina. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, she met this fucking dog fucking pedo. And then they moved And to hightailed it with the, the daughter. Gre- What's it called? Greer? Greer. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, like I said, it's a personal and professional relationship with these two. But it, he was like painting his house, fixing things around the house, cleaning his house. Uh, it does appear, though, that this would be the last job that Zachary would do for Mr. Mello. He could still be working for him in prison. Yeah, working on him, if you oh, know what I mean. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I don't. What's up, you little bugger? Get over here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel bad for making fun of the other guy now, the ginger... Zach. Zach. I know. Let's bring his picture up again, because we're going to talk about him a little bit. We uh, we don't know much about him other than some things in his background. So apparently he's a huge Lord of the Rings nerd, and he does LARPing, which if people don't know is live action role playing, which is where you dress up as like someone from Lord of the Rings and go fuck around in the woods with some other virgins. <laughs> that sounds like another crime. It's pretty much it. <laughs> it <yeah>. is <laughs> two yeah. counts of LARPing, yeah. <laughs> buggery and LARPing. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I feel like a lot of those guys that are doing that on the side, they're on Craigslist looking for like, you know, <laughs> looking for, you know, victims. Yeah, you would think he would be the one involved in the child porn ring. Oh, like, yeah, you on. would. You would. Uh, but when he was growing up, he spent um, any free time not practicing piano. He was crafting wooden replica swords. Uh, from the Lord of the Rings books and taking them into the Appalachian woods to do battle with the forces of darkness. My God. I mean... Nerd! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least in that case, it doesn't harm anyone. Yeah. He's exactly. just having a good time. Yeah, he's not hurting anyone yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in 2019, he actually took a break from being this concert pianist and he was selected from a competitive pool of candidates to attend a Marine Corps officer candidate school in Quantico, Virginia. Uh, he earned top marks at like the officer training school, but he was dropped because he ended up getting severe stress fractures in both legs during training. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So the, his you bones really... were fucking weak. Or it's like oh my something. God. My God, Kyle, why don't you relax? A Take bit? it easy on the poor guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like a golem over here. Yeah. My uh, precious legs yeah. are broken. That, that's as far as the Lord of the Rings reference I will go. <laughs> I don't really know much about it, but yeah. but clearly, like it seemed like he, you don't. Something has to happen to break both legs like that. Yeah. There was uh, 1,769 encrypted WhatsApp messages allegedly exchanged between him and Mello, and he didn't give it up. They finally just, on like almost the 700,000th try, they got the password correct, and they were able to find the, the messages. And uh, they rubbed it in. They're like, WhatsApp now. Oh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> WhatsApp now. How you like me now? How you WhatsApp now? <laughs> Uh, his murder case is expected to be tried sometime in early 2024 in Greenville County, South Carolina. So this is all pending still. So there's more facts that are going to roll out of this case at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah this is TBH, and we will update everybody with uh, you know the goings-on. But uh, Hughes actually received dozens of letters of support written to the court about why he should be able to get pretrial bail. We should write one on our behalf. I will. Death and Entertainment. So these letters were written to the judge by friends, family, coworkers, and even professors from Juilliard. Yeah. Saying he shouldn't be in prison. Let him out. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually when someone's that controversial, the professor would want nothing to do with oh, that person. Yeah. Be like, oh, I never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. I heard okay. uh, Lassie wrote a letter, too. <laughs> 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 Saying my ass hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thank God for this man. Uh, Louis, we got Beethoven on the phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty incredible that some, his professors from Juilliard were like, get this guy out of prison. Fuck you guys. Or out of jail while he's waiting trial. Yeah, I think he deserves a pardon. I think the, the governor, I don't know what maniacs the governor of South Carolina these days, but they should pardon this guy. They should have a legitimate defense where you just point and go, they were fucking kids and dogs. Yeah. Let me out. Mm. <laughs> you sound, like, you, stamps for for a second. You sound like the comedian from what the Geico commercial. Yeah, they yeah, were <laughs> they were fucking the dogs. Uh, how can you let put keep this guy in prison? Well, you mean Gilbert Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey, yeah, Affleck. Affleck, yeah, Affleck. How can you keep this man in prison? 
<laughs> he was fucking Lassie. <laughs> he was sucking. He was fucking Cujo. Rin tin tin. <laughs> oh, man. So, Boy, I mean, all right. So, they didn't confess officially. No, but there's some pretty damning evidence. Yes. Yeah. And so, what's the deal with the rose petals then? Uh, they think that it could have been uh, a, like an American beauty reference. Because um, in the there's movie... somewhat pedophilia stuff going on in that movie. Oh, I see. Yeah. So the movie has those elements to it. Yeah. And that's so That's such weird. a strange way to do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, they, they haven't said if they found like videos or photos of uh, her dead body, but they said it was clearly positioned and those rose petals were done. And she was dragged from another room where she was actually killed into this front living room. Wow. Was that to throw investigators off, you think? I don't maybe like the road and all this kind of stuff that they did like could be it's a fair point yeah because that's my next question it was I'm thinking be... of the snowman like the Michael Fassbender movie yeah, yeah. horrible movie but <laughs> horrible crime yeah. yeah but why don't they just kill her like why all the pomp and circumstance with it because I, I know think... he went to Juilliard but come on no I think Mark might be right is like <clears throat> they could have done it to make it look like a calling card for a serial killer or something. Um, Something more. I don't know. So it, maybe, maybe there was other murders in that area around that time that had similar calling cards. Yeah. Mm. And she was positioned possibly like American Beauty. Like, oh, maybe. Like the cheerleader yeah. scene where the rose petals are flying out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they tried to put it at the feet of Mina Suvari did the killing. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a phone call. <laughs> yeah. You think I did what? I haven't acted in like five, <laughs> ten years. <laughs> <laughs> so this town specifically has been absolutely flooded with child molesters what? oh my god there was a recent sting where 45 predators were arrested after messaging with who they thought were children and showing up to assault them uh 14 so 45 predators and i'm sure someone listening would be like 45 men uh excuse me 14 of these predators were women one third were grown women trying to assault children. What? Yeah. Horrific. So Is this just like small town America these days? It's just like people trying to meet underage boys and girls online and just like, you know. Well, police are looking in to see if there are broader ties between Bradley and Christina to like a more organized uh, child predator like outfit. A ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lord we of need, the Rings. We yeah. need, <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Child Predator Rings. <laughs> One ring. He is the Lord of the Child Predator yeah, Rings. He looks, he, fucking, like, he looks like the final boss. He fucking cut him down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One ring to rule them all. Yeah. yeah. We got to send Chris Hansen with a shotgun into Greer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After he's done with his tax problems, because he's, he's got his own issues, that guy. There have been multiple... Uh, child prostitution and assault rings that have been broken up in Greer alone. Mm. Um, recently, after all this stuff, so they're trying to connect to see if these uh, two people are connected to these other investigations. Uh, the armchair detective theory, which I subscribe to, is that the daughter ended up confessing to her father, John Mello, that you know his her mom and her fiance were doing these horrible things to her, 
And he was like, all right, I'm going to put the hit on her and fucking this will be it. Yeah. And so when he took her out of country, the reason he did that was to get her officially signed up for dual citizenship. In Italy. In Italy, because they already had a house there. So he would get free, like free or very cheap healthcare. She would get free schooling and healthcare. Yeah. Like he's like, you're going to have a better life away from these fucking pieces of shit. Sure. Yeah. Um, Anything is a better life. Yeah. At that point. Exactly. So in my opinion, John Mello, fucking hero. Like trying yes. to get, he was arrested for breaking custody orders, but he's doing it because maybe they went to the police, maybe they didn't, but vigilante justice sometimes needs to fucking happen. He's desperate to save his daughter. Exactly. Well, this, so this guy, you know, uh, fucking Plemons is, you know, <laughs> cousin. No, he, he's he, han- he's handsome and normal now. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we're on board with him. We like him. He's gonna rat out Mellow, unfortunately. Well, I mean, he's not saying anything. He's just. Arms folded, sitting in the jail cell. Yeah. Um, he still, he always refused. He's not going to incriminate himself. No, he's not going to incriminate anyone. I think he's going to sit there and be but like, the prove D- it. The DNA thing is the only thing they have. The DNA and the video of him putting the bike that he rode out of the front door of the fucking house into his own truck and yeah. then driving away with That's that. That's not enough. I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome, but I think it might be. Mm. I think under scrutiny, it's, I think under a good, if this guy Mello's got money, he's got money for a good attorney and they could really shake those, uh, those allegations loose. There's reasonable doubt. Yep. Is there? I think that's why, that's why, <laughs> not, not to say it's these guys, that's why a lot of like, I think these weird like pedophile rings and whatever it is go to these small towns because they're, their police departments aren't built up enough. They don't have a budget in order to actually properly like prosecute people like them. In extremely religious towns. Yes. Like this is a very pious Um and they're also like libertarian on some level. So they're not like anti government. So they're like, you know, libertarian really means on some level pedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it breaks Jesus down. To. <laughs> It's a little bit of a jump, but <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Oh but but eventually you get that's a <laughs> you that, end up that's a natural conclusion. The final stop on the libertarian bus, fucking kids. Yes, <laughs> we're losing our libertarian <laughs> listeners <laughs> and anyone from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how the good fuck riddance. could you live near Greer? And sleep well at night. Oof. No, yeah. I'd, I'd, Are you kidding me? I'd use a shotgun for a pillow. <laughs> Italy ain't far enough. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a real pain in the greer. You know what nice. I mean? yeah. Oh, pain in the greer. That's another title possibility. It, that might be. Uh, the I'd put that town in the greer view. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to put this town in my greer view. <laughs> So, yeah, of course, murder's wrong, but uh, so is sexually assaulting your own child and fucking dogs. So, and filming it to potentially sell to other mm. child predators. Like, that is just the most disgusting the dark anus. Web, yeah. Yeah. And Jesus. I mean, police have already come out and said that 100% she was uh, in the videos doing <laughs> bad things to her own daughter. And, and she's going to be oh, testifying animals. to the, it, this case is going to be wild. This court case, yeah. And imagine this jury that like they they already have PTSD even before they they get called. Oh, to that jury. poor jury! Imagine yeah. a, a case sitting like, through all this. So that's peers. why they're not releasing so much of the information is because they want an impartial jury. And if everyone heard about what actually happened, you know, 
The jury's going to be... Just say it's you're impartial that you never heard of it. Yeah, I want to move to Greer just so I can be on the jury and acquit this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle makes the effort to <laughs> move, move there and he gets he changes his address. Yeah, I yeah. cannot acquit you. <laughs> <laughs> or I can't acquit you. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let me bring this up real quick. Uh, this is the other major thing. So like I said, that they... Uh, Got 45 predators off the streets by pretty much uh, to catch a predatoring them. Um, yeah. This one, uh, multiple cheerleading coaches have been accused of a wide range of misconduct and illicit sexual behavior with minors in a new federal lawsuit filed in South Carolina. Among the coaches is Rockstar Cheer co founder Scott Foster, who died by suicide last week. Foster was accused of soliciting sex and explicit photographs from athletes under his care. His behavior, the lawsuit alleges, is a symptom of a much wider problem. So the suit was filed in Greenville, um, but it also spans through Greer. Uh, and it was a whole fucking ring of coaches that got all these like small young cheerleaders into their care. And they took pictures of them and had sex with them. My God. Yeah. Just... And so one of the guys ended up killing himself because he was caught red-handed. Um, and they think that possibly they might be tied to some sort Big of ring that's going network. on. With, yeah, exactly. Um, Where does it end, this network? It could go to <laughs> Europe, even. Yeah. I just heard a story about Ron, you know, Ron DeSantis, the, uh, the, guy, the governor of Florida who's uh-huh. running for president. Yeah. Uh-huh. He had some big donor that was like... I read this crazy story yesterday. He was a one of the biggest donors for Ron DeSantis. And he he there was this girl that he knew from his like a family friend or something that he got her these um Taylor Swift tickets and asked to see uh a picture of her breasts in order to do it. Oh my and she was like a teenager or something. And she did it and then she, he's like, All right, you gotta come to my place to come get the tickets. And then and then there he tried to like ask her to do more stuff and then he got totally busted. Jeez. And he Good. Like, and then he he committed suicide before any anything really happened. Good riddance, pal. Yeah. I know. I'm just sorry that they can't face justice, but yeah. Yeah. on the other hand, they can't hurt it, anybody. Yeah, else. it's good that when they remove themselves from this. Earth, and it wasn't you know. like an actual assault or anything, but it was like disgusting. Whatever. It was whatever. attempted. It was attempted. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, the depravity is horrific. Goes on. Like, what is what is wrong with people? Yeah, so that's why I was saying. There's so many twists and turns with this. You don't know who to feel about who until yeah. it, you find it all out, and then now you're looking at this guy, and you're like, hey, thank you. Yeah. yeah. You let us rip on him earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you got to go with the flow of the story. I thought he was like, he was in on it. Like, he was the, you know, the meat and the sandwich between no. the dog and the, you know. <laughs> the meat and <laughs> the sandwich. Mark. <laughs> Have a little, you know, more delicacy when it comes to this. Yeah, Mark's like he was caught between a child and a dog dick. I don't fucking know. Uh, I didn't know. You set yeah. it up like that. You purposely. Well, that's how anyone who experienced this in real time is how they're going to feel about it. It's like this yeah. guy's a piece of shit. He murdered someone in such a brutal fa- A mother, 
a pillar of the community yeah. and then you find out what she was doing behind closed doors. It's yeah. like, how can you hide that? How did no one pick up on that is the most confusing part. This court me. case is going to be wild. It's going to be it, very wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might have to watch that one. Yeah. 2024. So we got some time, but we will definitely be. Is doing there actually a date? It's set a in stone. No, for, okay. no, it's early 2024. That's all they know. Ah, that jury. <sighs> Yeah. Get on it, Kyle. It's going to be crazy. Get yeah. Get your license in South Carolina <laughs> right now. <laughs> Kyle's just like, guilty. Yep. Absolutely. No. It, it not guilty. Started. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Not guilty. Not, yeah, guilty. not guilty. No, but what about, um, what about the fiance? Oh, he, he gets Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Too. I yeah, was imagining guilty. the fiance. Yeah. Because he's going on trial too, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather be on? Oh, wait. What jury would you rather be on? Give me them all. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to make Zach go free, or do you want to make sure that let Zach and Mello go? Yeah. Okay. Then, so that's more important than bringing Bernie Madoff wannabe lookalike. Well, yeah, because then justice. you can get vigilante justice again if the other guy leaves. Okay. It's just a it's a travesty if these two guys. I mean, I know, like I said, you should not murder people, but if it's already proven and there's video evidence of this woman sexually harming her daughter and animals. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. So that's the story. We're sticking to it. Uh, you know, we're gonna have a follow up eventually when these trials all get off the ground. But uh, yeah, absolutely horrific. And yeah. um, that was a lot to yeah, take in. There's no real final thoughts to have no. other than Jesus Christ. But stay tuned. I guess that's the final thought to have. Other yeah. than, and I'm not talking about the John Ritter movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeffrey Jones movie. The Jeffrey Jones movie. If you, well, yeah, there's a connection Jeez, there for sure. There sure is. Yeah. Even Jeffrey Jones is going, what a sicko. What fucking animals. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Hang them nine times. The uh, the poor animals. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, the uh, the dogs. It's not the rich about ones, too. The pets. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There was that movie, The Secret Life of Pets, but yeah. Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do we got for the mailbag today? Mark. Oh, yes. Can you help us out? I sure can. Well, first thing I wanted to mention was um, I did do the Michael Hutchins episode uh, last week, which, you know, people seem to like. Some people- Great have, episode. Know, great episode. Thank yeah. you very much. I That was actually based on a recommendation from one of our- our ardent listeners, um, Sarah Alyssa. Sarah Alyssa, yes. You- the, I'm like Michael Hudson. That'd be a great one because I've been thinking about that for a while. Um, yeah, we got a nice comment on YouTube uh, by a gentleman by the name of Archangel. Um, he said, "I saw NXS at the Jones Beach Theater in 1984." And just a reminder, Jones Beach was the, what, like one of the first venues that NXS played. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to be confused with Whale Beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. on the Australian coast. <laughs> yeah, very different place. Um, Archangel goes on to say there were empty seats when I saw them a few years later at the Nassau Coliseum. It was standing room only. Uh, still have my ticket stubs. He was the best singer, Michael Hutchins. Uh, better than Bono. Bold statement right there. But some say <laughs> Bono didn't have a great voice. Them um, some fighting words. They are. But they were good friends, so I think it's all cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Better than Sting. Some uh, I like Sting's voice, but okay. Better than George Michael. Maybe some mm, more fighting words. That's debatable. Um, I will miss Michael Hutchins forever. I will remember that awful Saturday morning in 1997 when I found out he was gone. I still can't listen to their music or watch their videos. 
I can't reconcile the fact that something that once brought me great joy makes me sad now. Oh, that's heavy. It is heavy. I uh, wish I wish if you're listening, Archangel, I wish you could listen to his music still. Sarah Alyssa actually recommended this. I, I, I didn't give her a proper shout out on the Michael Hutchins episode. I apologize for that. But Sarah Alyssa did throw down uh, this suggestion for me, which I was scrambling to find a good one. And she had it there for us. So Sarah Alyssa, she said, yes, finally, I recommended this. She said that on the YouTube <laughs> one. And I thank you very much, Sarah, for that recommendation. That yes. was a great one. And yeah. uh, very sad story, but very weird story. Um but great yeah. recommendation. Seems to be the trend. That's the trend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you again to our patrons on our patreon.com slash death and entertainment page. Okay. We're putting all these things up uh, before anyone else sees them or they're just Patreon exclusives that nobody else will see. Patreon. Patreon. You will see uh, the breakdown of my conversation and argument and telling off of uh, John Mark Carr, who. Admitted to killing John Benet Ramsey back in 2006, and we really had it out, and we're going to talk about it. So, yeah. Uh, if you want to pay five bucks a month, you can get it. If you want to pay 10 bucks and help us out even more, you can get it as well. Um, want to shout out the patrons Amy, Ashley, Christine, Brandy, Tiger Lily, Afsal, Tiffany, Macklin McGlooley, McGlooley. Shout out McGlooley, <laughs> Mac. And Rebecca Elgood. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And if anybody else wants to follow us on anything else, Death and Entertainment all around, TikTok, Instagram, deathandentertainment at gmail.com. Write us a letter. Tell us to go fuck ourselves. Whatever you want to do. Smoke signals. We'll take it all. Yeah. And until next time. Don't go dying on us. Bye. Bye, guys. You have just heard. A true Hollywood murder mystery. I have never seen anything like this before. The movie. Broadway, music, television, all of it. A place that manufactures nightmares. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Good night. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon.